Welcome to the Health, Wealth, and Wisdom Podcast. I'm your host, Nicole Hagen, a nutrition coach, entrepreneur, food freedom expert, and forever a recovering disordered eater. I am here to help you own your enoughness, find your very own food freedom, and achieve your health and wellness goals in a way that gives more than it takes. Each week, I will provide you with insight and inspiration surrounding no-nonsense nutrition, mindset, motivation, body image, confidence, and other wellness wisdom. Hey squad, I hope you're listening to this episode after already having tuned in last week, because last week I shared an exit interview with you, a conversation between myself and recent Nutrition Coaching with Nicole graduate, Kara. And in that episode, I may have dropped the fact that my favorite kinds of episodes are these exit interviews with my coaching clients. So I couldn't resist sharing another one with you. Today, I am sharing a conversation with myself and recent nutrition coaching with Nicole grad, Nikki. Nikki represents a large number of women that I have the pleasure of working with. She is so amazing, so successful, and has so many things on her plate. She works full-time. She has two beautiful children and an amazing partner. And yeah, she also has some of her own personal goals. (gasps) Can you even imagine? And I'm sure as many of you listening can relate, it has been a challenge for Nikki, or I should say it was a challenge for Nikki to prioritize her own goals, her own health, her own well-being amidst all of the other hats that she has to wear. I can't wait to share this conversation with you because Nikki and I have had the pleasure of working together for the last seven months and the progress that she has made has been truly profound. And the best part, it's going to last a lifetime. But I don't want to give too much away. Without further ado, let me introduce you to one of the Nutrition Coaching with Nicole rock stars, Nikki. All right. So my name's Nikki. I am in my mid thirties now, and I'm a mom of two little kids. One is six and one is three. Um, I work full time as an HR manager and yeah, life is busy. Life is busy. (laughs) Yes. Tell us why you initially started nutrition coaching. Yeah. So I think for me, the reason I originally started nutrition coaching is I think I, I I knew kind of generally what I needed to do, but I wasn't doing it. And I think I had a lot of, um, whether it be like physical or mindset barriers to achieving the goals that I wanted to achieve. And I really wanted to focus on myself and do something for me that would make me feel good about kind of just my body, but also doing something good for me and focusing on myself for a little bit. Cause that's easy to put yourself in the backseat when you're, you know, meeting everyone else's needs in your life. That's going to be something everybody relates to who's listening to this, because it is notoriously difficult to prioritize yourself when you wear so many hats like you do. I want to just touch on something that you said. I knew a lot of what to do, but I just was having some trouble doing it. When you say that, it looks a little different than when most people say it, because what does your husband do? 
So my husband is a nutrition coach and a personal trainer and a, and a CrossFit coach too. So um, he's shared a lot of his wisdom along the way. I don't always listen to it. So because uh, he's my husband and I don't always do it. I don't do what he says. So, um, <laughs> so yeah, so I think I've, I have a, had a general good, a better understanding than maybe just like the general population of what nutrition, good nutrition can look like. But, you know, a lot of people assume like, oh, he does the work for you. And that's just not how it works. Right. In real life. So yes, I had a general idea and I've had, I had success in the past, you know, with, um, with fat loss, doing some different things, but not sustained and not really in this season of life. I think that's something, it's just really important, I think, to point out because a lot of individuals are in partnerships or relationships or even just friendships where like one person is working out. One person is on what, you know, we often consider on track with their diet. They're in a really good spot. They are eating well, but we forget sometimes that like that person that we're in relationship with they're a different person and they have different preferences and they have maybe a different schedule, different obligations. So just because someone in your relationship or in your close proximity seemingly has it figured out, it's not necessarily the formula for you. So I actually love, and you and I talked about this when you initially started coaching, I actually love that he's a nutrition coach and you had some of that experience, but you were also like, eh, I love him, but he's not the person to hold me accountable with this. Yes, absolutely. And that is, that was very important. Right. And I think to, um, to your point, he has a very different, you know, like you said, I wouldn't say lifestyle, but he has a different, you know, um, he has a lot of more flexibility with his job. And I think also he's not a woman and not a mom. And so I think while he does a great job relating to his clients, maybe that he has a do are, I think it's just different when I can, I think just being able to talk to someone outside of that relationship. And yes, I don't think personally, my husband as my accountability partner is not the best fit. (laughs) I can second that. (laughs) I absolutely second that. I want to know, Nikki, so you mentioned you've had some fat loss success in the past, but sustainability was kind of the missing component. What do you feel was different about what you and I have done over the past couple of months comparatively to what you had tried before. Yeah, I think what was different um, in a lot of ways for me is the mindset piece and understanding and talking through and really thinking through my behaviors and habits and what drives those. Um, I think that to me was the is the key. Um, you know, like I know someone can write on a piece of paper, this is what your macros or calories should look like, but I don't do it. Or I know I should go to the gym five days a week, but I find, you know, I don't, I, there's barriers to that, that I am not consistent with. So I think for me, what was different is talking through those barriers and the mindset piece and figuring out those habits and building those habits. I think too, I'm the kind of person that likes to go all in and I want to like get it done and be at goal tomorrow And I think you really pushed me to take it one piece at a time instead of going a hundred miles an hour towards something and then falling off again and then restarting. Perfect that you mentioned that like literally perfect because I just pressed publish on a post before we hopped on this call, Nikki. And I was talking about how the most successful clients take baby steps, incremental goals that build on each other rather than wanting to completely overhaul their diet on day one. And I can say that and have 
resonated with you and your journey so much because I'm the same way. Like I want to do it perfectly yesterday and I want to like reach the goal tomorrow. And you had a very similar mindset because you're so wildly successful in pretty much every other area of life. And you do what you say you're going to do. And when you put your mind to something smash, it happens, but nutrition doesn't work that way. And health doesn't work that way. You don't ever get to the destination and somebody gives you, you know, a first prize medal. It's something you have to take day by day, circumstance by circumstance. And it feels almost disappointing when you have to take it slow, when your brain is already like 10 steps ahead. But as a mom who works full time, who also is trying to make room for herself, you have to take those bite-sized pieces because sometimes the bare minimum is all you can do. And instead of knocking it out of the park, like you wanted to, if the bare minimum is the goal, big check mark, gold star, you win rather than feeling disappointed or let down that you missed the mark. Yes. I love that. So tell me this, what progress have you achieved? What do you feel really good about? Yeah. Um, well, I would say one of the things I feel the best about was one of the things that you and I talked about when we first started coaching was I have a lot of anxiety about like, you know, what I'm going to wear, how I'm going to look in that, especially around going out and being around other people. And so um, one of the things I think was a huge win was that this summer was the first summer in probably as long as I can remember where I didn't have a ton of like, I just didn't have anxiety about like, all right, I'm going to take my kids to the beach. What swimsuit should I wear? What does it look like? Not feeling, you know, being conscious about worrying about what I look like instead of enjoying the day at the beach with my kids. And like that to me, was one of the, was a big part of my goal. And I think that felt great is like getting to the end of the summer and not having a a meltdown at some point throughout it being like, gosh, I've really let myself go. I need to get this together. And um, yeah, it wasn't at the forefront of my mind, like enjoying time with my family was. And I think that to me is a huge win. Mm -hmm. Quality of life gifted back to you. Yes. Yes. I love that progress. What do you think were some of the, or the biggest action steps or habits that you worked on that got you to this place? Yeah. I think one of them was uh, for sure being mindful about what I'm eating and we, and just understanding why I do some of the things I did do. Yeah. Right. So I got in this habit of eating, uh, eating like something sweet after dinner every night. Like it, it was just not even like I didn't really enjoy it necessarily. It was just a habit, right? I would get it from the table, clean up the dishes, whatever, and then find the treat, right? And so um, that wasn't, you know, contributing to my success. I think the other thing that we talked a little about too is the scarcity, right? And I've had a period of time in my life where I wasn't able to eat the things that I wanted to. And so coming out of that, it's somehow I kind of got into this habit of like, well, if there's cookies, you have to have a cookie because there might not be cookies later, but like there's going to be more cookies later. Right. Um, and so I think just not going like when we'd go camping in the summer, enjoying fun foods and beverages like within reason instead of having all of the things. Um, I think to me, I felt better after the end of the weekend about the choices I made. I felt better in my skin. My body felt better. Um, but also I was able to kind of not make huge back steps through those kind of like fun times of year and things like that. So I think that for me 
kind of get, like I said, talk, working through some of those mindsets, right. That all, all is all or nothing mindset was a big one for me. You know, if I had a day I'd get off in the, you know, off track in the past, or I missed two workouts in a week, I would just be like, whatever, I'll skip the rest that we can get back to it next week. And so, um, I think a lot of the mindset pieces were, were big for me. And that was a big part of your journey because the last several months were summer with your kids. You've got two young kids. So there was often, you guys love camping. So you went on some camping trips, you took some road trips. We had to figure out, okay, how can I combat that all or nothing thinking and do the best I can in the camper this weekend or do the best I can while I'm on vacation with my kids because I don't want to sacrifice ice cream or pizza or whatever it is with my children all the time. But I do still want to prioritize my own goals. So finding what we often refer to as like that messy middle where I have this abundance mindset. I can have whatever I want when I want. But what is it that I actually want most? And how will it leave me feeling afterwards? Yes. Yep. And then being planful going into it. We talked a lot about that too, right? You just mentioned that, but like knowing what's upcoming and planning ahead in both my workouts and in, all right, what am I going to choose this weekend as like, things I really want to have. And then the other stuff, not have it. Exactly. <laughs> okay. So I have to highlight, it's a particularly irrelevant conversation that I felt like we had on a coaching call. And I don't know if you're going to remember this, Vicky, but I think you will. We were talking about your life is very full. And if we wanted to create progress, we have to have time and energy to commit to the goal, right? We have to have time and energy to commit to thinking about what you're going to eat or preparing your lunch in advance, to scheduling your workouts, doing your stress management strategies, et cetera. And I said, okay, so if you have a full-time work obligation throughout the week and you still want to do like some fun stuff with your family, obviously you want to hang out with them. Does that mean in order to reach your goal that we need to pinch some family time? Like, do we need to maybe stay at home one weekend instead of traveling every single weekend in order to reach the goal so that you feel like you have some extra time instead of spending it in the car? Do you remember what you said in that moment? Yeah, I said I wasn't willing to give that up, but that work would have to be what gets pinched. Yes. And I loved that so much because you were so freaking confident about your priorities. You were like, nope, I'm not sacrificing fun with my family. I'm not sacrificing time with my husband or my kids. This goal is important to me. So I need to figure out how to decrease my work obligations or to at least decrease the amount of time that you are committing. I love that. And I think it's something we don't often talk about because. We just think the thing to go or the thing to be dismissed has to be our goals. So how has that worked out for you? Changing your work obligation in order to make you a little bit more of a priority. I think it's gone well. I think um, we talked a little bit about, there's some of it was like, what's perception of what I actually need, you know, and what's, what's, what I actually have to do and like, what's perception, right? Like, um, and I think that a lot of it I was putting on myself in terms of choosing to stay late and finish the project or the email or the whatever, and um, not in skipping the gym where I could do that the next day. And so um, I think a lot of it was my personality, but I that's been helpful for me from a couple of perspectives. One, working towards my goal. And if I say I'm going to leave um, at 4.30 and make the 4.30 class, then I do it. Um, I think that, and then also it helps my stress too. That was the piece. I think when I would get really stressed, I would just be like, all right, whatever, I'm going to heads down, finish up whatever it is, go home, spend 
eat dinner, spend a little bit of time with the kids and go to bed. Right. And then come back and do it again the next day. And honestly, that wasn't the right thing for me. And like kind of shutting down was actually, um, just dragging that stress out longer. So instead just putting, putting, putting the, shutting the laptop and getting to the gym, uh, made me feel better and let help me deal with the stress, which is the other piece that probably off tracks me for my goal. So yes, I think that was huge and I've been pretty consistent at it. So I feel good about that. I knew you would remember that conversation. It was just so powerful in my mind. I had to bring it up because I think a lot of people are in that similar situation of like, I work full time. I'm also a mom or I take care of my aging parents or I have these other responsibilities. I don't have time for me. And while that may be the case in a very select few situations, I think sometimes we're expecting like too big of a change, right? Like I'm not going to quit my job or obviously my kids need me. We're talking about like 5%. Like, can I get 5% out of my work week so that I can commit an additional 5% to my goals? And you were willing to kind of squeeze out all of the time and energy that you possibly could so that you could allot it where it meant the most to you. Yeah. Proud of you for that. That's a big deal. So Nikki, the one thing you mentioned previous weight loss efforts didn't have was sustainability. How do you feel about your action steps, the healthy habits and the skills that you've built to date? through our work? Do you feel like you'll be able to confidently maintain them moving forward? Yes. They are just lifelong habits, right? They're not something that is like so restrictive that I can't, I can't, I won't be able to sustain it for a long amount of time, right? It's just small habits or changes that have been positive too, right? Like moving away from the nightly, nightly after dinner treat, like that hasn't negatively impacted me at all, but it's positively impacted me towards my goal. So yes, they're all sustainable things that I can do continuing going forward and continuing on in my journey. And um, it's investing in my health. And that's really important to me as a person, but also, you know, when you think about your family, I want to be here for my kids for a very long time. So it's important to take care of myself. Absolutely. Final question. What do you think would have been helpful to hear when you started coaching, knowing what you know now? If someone is at home sitting on their couch, if they're driving in their car, listening to you right now, and they're like, I know what I need to do. Like my husband's a nutrition coach, or you know what? I've hired a hundred nutrition coach. I know what I need to do, but I'm just not doing it. Knowing what you know now, what advice do you have for that person? I would say get the coach and work through the mindset side of it. I think for me, that was it, right? It's a recipe, but ultimately, if you if you're not doing something you know you need, you know, you know what you should do, you know the recipe for it, but you're not doing it, then something is getting in the way of that. And you have to work, I think you have to work through the the psychological side of that. What are those things? Or, um, you know, if you're not doing it, that's why you need a coach to help you figure it out. Right. Cause I think that's, you didn't give me all the answers, but you asked the questions that helped me figure it out. And so I think that's the, the piece that I would say was super impactful. Um, instead of going at it alone, go at it with someone who can be in your corner and help cheer you on too. I love that analogy. So like literally you can have a recipe and you can have all the list of ingredients, but if you don't have the instructions, well, the finished product may not 
look or taste the way that you want it to, right? So even if you feel like you have all of the ingredients, like I know I need a caloric deficit and yes, I know that emotional eating isn't going to get me to where I need to be. But if you're not creating the end product that you want, something's going amiss with the instructions. And maybe it's the order you're trying things in. Maybe you're missing, like you said, the psychological component, which most diets fail to acknowledge even. I love that. You know me and my analogy, so I'm going to use that one. Nikki, I have loved, loved, loved working with you. It has been truly a pleasure. Honestly, you're like a student of life. So I feel like you just soaked everything up and did your best to apply it in your real life, which is why you've been so successful in all of the areas of your life. So I just want to say thank you so much for letting me be the coach in your corner. And like, seriously, if you need anything moving forward, shoot me a message, drop me a line. Don't be a stranger. Let me know how you're doing. Celebrate your future wins and successes with me. You have been an absolute joy to work with. Thank you. I appreciate it. And thank you for your coaching. I mean, I think um, sometimes we don't always think about the things that we do on a day to day, whether it's in our job or in our life, how it impacts other people in a big way, but it really does. And the work that you do is impacting people in a really big way. So thank you. Nothing makes me happier than hearing my rock stars share their stories, give testimony of their coaching journeys and the cool physical progress that they created because that's awesome, but more so the powerful, long-lasting psychological progress that they've created, the behavior changes that they have undergone because they want results that last forever, not just 30 or 60 days. <laughs> if you have been touched by Nikki's story or by Kara's story, or maybe you've just been tuning into the podcast for a while and you're feeling that nudge that maybe it's time to take a step towards your big, powerful goals, I am currently accepting new coaching clients. I have not been accepting new coaching clients for several months because my baby boy has been my priority. Bringing him home from the hospital, spending time with him at home has been truly, truly wonderful. But I am ready to dive back in and I want to invite you to join me. If you are ready to start the new year ahead of the curve, having already made progress towards your big powerful goals and you're ready to do so in a way that is sustainable, that gives back to your life and prioritizes your health, mental and physical in conjunction with creating the body that leaves you feeling and looking your absolute best, this is for you. I'm inviting you to fill out a coaching application in the show notes below because you deserve to be a priority. And hey, who knows, maybe this time next year, you will be featured in a Nutrition Coaching with Nicole exit interview. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Health, Wealth, and Wisdom Podcast. If you like what you heard today, be sure to rate, review, and subscribe, and then head on over to nutritioncoachingwithnicole.com where you can sign up for my weekly emails where I send out my favorite tips, tricks, advice, and support every single Monday morning to help you kick your week off right. Thanks for listening. Until next time.